Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on all of the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page in the post and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen at the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 and up in president-select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Welcome back to the Rostradamus Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And as always, y'all know how it's going down. The NBA season is almost here. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week. I'm going to let you guys know how I approach the NBA season. I got seven tips for you guys on how to approach the NBA season, how I like to bet games. So we're going to start with number one. First things first, got to bet early. The, one of the biggest ways to Gain an advantage when you bet these NBA games is to start betting as soon as the markets open each morning. That means if you're on the East Coast, that means you have 8, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You want to get up early. You want to be up early because you want to get those numbers before they start moving. If you're on the West Coast, that means you got to be up around 5, 6 a.m. Early bird gets the worm. In a market as big as the NBA, nothing slips between the cracks. Injury news, inefficiencies within the market, and lines that are off, they're corrected very quickly by the sharpest bettors and betting syndicates in the world. They're snatching up all the value on all the sides and totals before the value is sucked out of the line. So you really want to be up early. If you're betting a little bit smaller, you could bet some of those look-ahead lines because the night before, there's certain books that put up those lines and you can grab those lines early. Since bookmakers adjust their lines based on the action they receive, injury news, and other factors, 
The lines become more and more accurate and harder to beat as the day goes on. So you want to be early. One of the biggest predictive indicators of being a long-term winning better is to consistently beat the closing line. You look at every half point in which a line moves, that's going to increase your win rate and your return on investment. So bet early. That's my number one tip. For my number two pick, you always want to study and react to injury reports. The impact of injuries in the NBA cannot be understated when it comes to betting. Unlike football, there's 11 players on each side of the ball or baseball where there's nine players. Basketball team only plays five players at a time. And one player can have more impact on the game than any other team sport. So while you can gain an advantage from betting early, you can find yourself in the dark when it comes to injury news that comes throughout the day. My suggestion, bet the NBA in shifts. You almost want to approach it like it's a job. You either bet early in the morning and make sure you're available early afternoon to stay tuned to that injury news. Look to bet games where an injury could have a significant impact on the game. You know, in the era of low management, it wasn't uncommon for star players to sell out a back-to-back. Now, obviously, that is changing this year. A lot of new changes on the low management front, but you always want to pay attention to those injury reports because it is huge. It is everything. You look at a team like the New York Knicks, Head coach Tom Thibodeau, he's known to push his team to play hard every single night. So there's no load management over there. We all know things are changing with the load management rules that come out this year. So you want to monitor that. So it's really important to monitor injury news. For number three, you want to look for scheduling advantages. That's huge when it comes to betting the NBA. 82-game seats. That's a lot of games, a lot of situations to where you can fade teams coming off of back-to-back, coming off three games and four nights, coming off five games and seven nights. Capitalizing on situational spots are huge. Now, this year, it is a little bit different. The current schedule only includes 80 games for each team, leaving two games to be scheduled after initial group play in the end-season tournament. So they're going to announce those other two games later. But it's a long season, really, really long season. And one of the things that you're noticing right now when it comes to the NBA, they've decreased the amount of back-to-backs. I say about five years ago, it's about 20 back-to-backs, 19, 20. Now, you're looking at each team averaging about 13 to 15 back-to-backs. This is the smallest range in the last 28 years. So teams only have 12 to 15 back-to-backs. And, you know, that changes things. You're seeing less teams with three and four nights. You're seeing less teams with five and seven. You're looking at the schedule right now. When it comes to five and seven nights, right now the Los Angeles Clippers leads that, followed by the Boston Celtics, Utah Jazz. They all have three stints of playing five games and seven nights. If you're looking at stints where teams play three games and four nights with the back-to-back, Toronto Raptors, they have 11. Sacramento Kings, they have 11. Portland Trail Blazers, they have 10. Chicago Bulls, they have 10. Knicks have 10. Pistons have 10. Philadelphia 76ers have 10. You want to look at the other side of the coin. 
the Denver Nuggets, they only have four games this season where they're playing a three and four back to back. So you want to capitalize on that. Now, one thing I will say is that you cannot blindly fade these teams on a back to back. Now, three and four, it gets a little shaky, but you're looking at back to backs. You can't just blindly fade those teams. Teams with two or more rest days against teams with on a back to back are just 137, 144, and six. That's 48% against the spread last year in the NBA. You look at home teams in that same situation. That's 92, 84, and four. That's 52.38%. It's not significant either way. So you're really going to have to pick your spots. You're really going to have to pick your spots there. You look at over the last three seasons, teams are 542 and 403, hitting 57% in a rest advantage game. But that's just straight up. That's not against the spread. They're hitting 61% at home, straight up, and 52% on the road, straight up. So that's just straight up. But when it comes to the spread, those rest disadvantage spots are priced in. Look at the over the last three seasons, teams with a rest disadvantage playing on a back to back are 447 and 443. It's 51%. So you really got to pick your spots. Okay, one of the things that we're seeing, which is rather new, is the scheduling quirk that involves the two game series. It's introduced during the pandemic season where you have the same team playing twice on a back-to-back in the same arena. And it's really interesting because over the last four seasons, the team that lost the first game of the two-game series was 56-47-4, and 60% against the spread in the following game of the two-game series. So a lot of times you see that team who lost the first game of the two-game series, they bounce back in the second game. You know, that, that team who wins the first game it kind of relax a little bit. You don't want to lose to the same team twice, so that's an angle I like to play during the regular season. I think one of the things that you're seeing throughout the NBA now is that they're really reducing these back-to-backs, and you're seeing more home back-to-backs than having these teams fly to one city and fly to the other. So that's one thing that you want to look for these days, I think, with the home court advantage being priced in. You, you, you're seeing the back-to-backs being priced in a little bit more. You're going to have a little bit of advantage fading these teams. So look out for that. Scheduling advantages are major, major, major key. Get ready to start the NFL week off right because right now all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thursday night football. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on this week's game between the Denver Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs, and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. Me personally, I like the Denver Broncos plus 10.5 against the Kansas City Chiefs. You know Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, they're a juggernaut, but they don't tend to do well when they're covering large numbers. This is a market. So I like the Denver Broncos plus 10.5. I think they stay within the number. Divisional game, short week. I think it'll be a closer game than what people think. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you and FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. And FanDuel is now live in Kentucky. Download the app now and take advantage of their great special offers, boosts, and more. 
Visit FanDuel.com slash gamblers so you don't miss out on your chance to get a no-sweat same-game parlay on America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, official sports button partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and up and president select states. Refund is issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. For my fourth tip, you want to look at how many possessions are in a game. Pace is one of the biggest factors when handicapping totals in the NBA. The number of possessions in a game can determine how high scoring a matchup will be just as much as the team's offensive efficiency. Let me give you an example. Indiana Pacers, they were 21st in offensive rating last year. Scoring 113 points per under possessions. However, they were third in points per game. Scored 116 points per game last year because they played at the fifth fastest pace in the league. They played about 101 possessions every single game. So you're looking at a team who they weren't that efficient offensively, but because they played fast, they tend to score a lot of points. So that's the biggest factor when you're handicapping these NBA totals. You want to calculate pace. There is a formula. The formula is 48 times team's possessions plus opposite possessions. You put that in parentheses, divide that by two, multiply that by team minutes played divided by five. You can find that formula on basketball reference. Pace factor is an estimate of the number of possessions per 48 minutes by a team. So you always want to calculate the pace numbers for a team. That's, that's huge. Very huge. Obviously, you can find those pace stats on NBA.com. But you got to know a team's pace if you're going to handicap these totals. I mean, is it a matchup between a fast-paced team and a slow-paced team? Which team is likely to impose their will stylistically? Are one or both teams at the end of a road trip with tired legs? What's the team strategy coming into this game? So all of those things are very, very important. How efficient are these offenses playing? Are they likely to slow it down? What does the shot quality look like? Are these teams finding open three-pointers but failing to make them? Is there going to be some positive or negative regression for how a team is playing? You look at the Boston Celtics last year. They hit every three at the start of the last season. And once that regressed, things change. Are these teams playing collectively above their expectations offensively or even defensively? So 
Those are the things that you want to look at. If you don't have a model, got to look at look at that those type of things. You got to look at the pace. It's, the, it's one of the most important things when it comes to NBA totals. My fifth tip as far as betting the NBA is live betting. We all know it's one of the most popular forms of betting recently. Since in-game odds change frequently based on what's happening, bettors can use the ever-changing odds to their advantage and capitalize on the volatility of the game. They can set up arbitrage or middling opportunities and even hedge previous bets to make a profit. The models and the algorithms that sportsbooks use to create these live lines are only as good as the information that, that's being put into them. So if you're betting live, there's some things that the algorithm aren't going to pick up. So here's some basic rules for live betting. You only want to bet during commercial breaks and stoppages. We all know you're betting a game live. A lot of times what you're watching on TV isn't the live feed. The sportsbooks are ahead of you. So you want to capitalize on commercials and stoppages. So you're not watching, say, you know, Devin Booker hit a three. And <laughs> it's actually two plays after that. So bet during commercial breaks and stoppages. Next, you want to capitalize on pricing mistakes due to bad data. It's unfortunate, but a lot of these sports books, they still make mistakes. They still hang bad numbers. You want to capitalize on that. You want to live bet injuries. What happens if you're watching a game and the starting center gets banged up? You have no run protection. You want to capitalize on that. That could mean betting the over. That could mean betting the opposite team. You want to calculate the possessions for live totals. I already gave you the formula on how to calculate pace. That's going to be really helpful. You want to capitalize on volatility. As the cliche goes, it's a game of runs. So sometimes you'll see an underdog go up 10 points. You can grab a favorite and you have some good value there. Last but not least, learning rotations is a key to success. You want to know all of the rotations for these NBA teams because there's going to be spots to where you can pick off bad numbers. My sixth tip, and I see a lot of people making this mistake, do not tease basketball. Under any circumstances, should you not tease basketball? I know there's a lot of recreational betters who still make this mistake, but NFL teasers have value because football game typically contains about 12 possessions a game. You tease a game six points and accounts for nearly one touchdown. It gives you enough room for each teaser leg to cover the 72.3% threshold needed to break even. NBA games, on the other hand, they have an average of 100 possessions a game. So if you're teasing a spread four points, that's two possessions, which could be covered in less than a minute. There's just simply too many possessions in a basketball game for a tease to be worth it. A lot of times you'll see free throws at the end of the game, and then your teaser is dead. To break down the math, you look at a two-team standard four-point teaser at minus 110 odds in basketball. That's what the books do to you. They let you tease four points. Adding four points to a team's spread gives a team a 66% chance of covering. Far low, far below the 72.3% threshold needed to break even. Fair odds on such teasers are closer to plus 130. You're still paying minus 110, which will give you a negative expectation long term. So do not tease basketball. Don't do it. Seventh, finally, line shopping. One of the most important things 
that you can do when it comes to betting the NBA. If one sports book has the Milwaukee Bucks at minus three and a half for a game, and another sports book has them at minus three, and you want to take the Bucks, you need to be laying the minus three at the sport at that particular sports book. So you always want a line shot. It's also true for the vid. I mean, you'll see sometimes there will be a sports book will have the spread of the total at minus 120, while others have it at minus 110. To break even on minus 110 bets, you need to break even 52.38% of the time. To break even at minus 120, you need to break even 54.5% of the time. So that's almost a 2.12% edge, just getting 110 to 120. So you always want to line shop. Those are my seven tips on how to bet the NBA. Bet early. Study and react to injury reports. Look for scheduling advantages. Study the amount of possessions a game will have. If you're betting NBA totals, live betting. Gave you the basic rules for live betting. Don't tease basketball. And finally, line shopping. Those are my seven tips on how to bet the NBA. We'll be back tomorrow on East Coast Bias. We're actually doing some NBA win totals, so I wanted to make sure I give you my tutorial on how I bet the NBA. I'm Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. The Rashadam. As always, you're the high Must be 21 and up in President Select States. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York.